This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to the Live Your Spa Life Show. Spa Life is where accomplishment and harmony coexist. Now, here's your host and Spa Life curator, Diane Halfman. Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Live Your Spa Life Show. Spa Life is a lifestyle that accepts that accomplishment and harmony coexist. I am thrilled to have our special guest today, Liz Medley. She has been an entrepreneur, get this, you guys, since the age of 19. And since 2003, she's been the top 1% of her industry and current company. Liz, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's so good to have you here. I love your mission where you're teaching and coaching entrepreneurs to create a life by design and not by default. Yes. Oh my God, you guys, my audience, you guys hear me say this all the time. And we're going to jump into this conversation because it's so important to design your life and talk about living a life by choice and not by chance and just wholeheartedly knowing that you can make your wildest dreams come true. I would love for you to share more about how you are living your life by design. Well, it started in about 2008, no, 2006. I was in business for myself for about three years and I was working really, really hard. Uh, I was missing out on the people and things though that meant the most to me. And I couldn't find that harmony or that balance and so I had really big goals and really big dreams. And I, I knew wholeheartedly without a doubt it was going to happen, but I didn't want to have to keep sacrificing my most important things in life, which was my family and people and the relationships. And so I had these huge goals and it was like, okay, Liz, how can you start working smarter and not harder? So I took these big, massive goals and I said, okay, well, what do you want to accomplish this year? But then it still seemed I wasn't moving fast enough. And so I wanted to get to these goals quicker and feel that accomplishment. But then again, I was still sacrificing my family and my friends. And so instead of looking at what I wanted to accomplish for the year, it's like, okay, what do you want to accomplish over the next 90 days? Let's start at 90 days. Because I was, I was longing for that sense of accomplishment and that fulfillment of, yes, I'm getting things done. I'm scratching stuff off. So from, even from taking it from a year to 90 days helps tremendously. So from 90 days, I started breaking it down. What did I need to do monthly? What do I need to do weekly? And therefore, what do I need to do daily to give me my entrepreneur spirit, that fulfillment without sacrificing my friends and family? So making little micro goals allowed me to have that satisfaction of accomplishment and it freed up my time. So I started working smarter and not harder and being very, very intentional where I was spending my time and it changed everything. Oh, you know, this is a really amazing because, you know, people get so overwhelmed by their goals and they set these big goals. And instead of, you know, some people will downplay their goals or they'll have lesser goals because they don't see how they can get there. So I think it's an important distinguishing thing to say in terms of you can have big, great goals, but now you have to really break it down and get to what are you doing each day? And so this is something that is an overwhelming thing for people because they can go, well, yeah, Liz, you can break it down to a day, but a day can also feel overwhelming like a year. So how is it that you are planning your day that doesn't feel overwhelming, that doesn't feel out of control, but you're also moving forward? Right. So when I'm breaking down my goals or dissecting my goals, I actually use a planner, pen and paper, and I had stickers and make it all fun. And I spend a lot of time in there. 
And what I do first for my week is I'll put in everything that I personally have to do or want to do. If I want to go to coffee with my girlfriends, I'm going to go have coffee with my girlfriends. And so then my work is planned around my life. So I find little nooks and crannies where I can do one activity. And I know this activity is going to get me one week closer to my monthly goal. And it's all those little things that do make a big difference. And it can be overwhelming, but I know, and I've coached many women, if you can just get one of those things done every single day, you're going to accomplish so much more than trying to do like 10 things in one day. Just pick something and just do it. And if you have extra time, do another one thing. Because it is really those little things that make a massive difference. So don't try to do 10 things in one day. Just do one thing in one day. I totally agree with you. This is why you're a sister of spa life about really looking at creating your day, a day that you love. I mean, giving yourself permission to spend time with friends and with families and be able to do that. Because I think that like, if you give yourself an hour to do something or you give yourself a week to do something, you're going to fill up the time. Mm-hmm. And so instead of having that hesitation or having the things where it just can take longer, if you're focused and you're doing what you love to do, it's actually going to feel easier to do the things that you're doing. And I love how you have talked about identifying your glass balls. Can you share more about what that is? Yes. Yeah, so the CEO of the network marketing company that I am with she told us this story and it just resonated so much. And, you know, we're juggling, we're juggling all these things that we want to do, family life, running kids, entrepreneurship, all these things we're juggling and trying to keep all these balls in the air. And sometimes we let some drop, but it's so important to identify your glass balls that you're juggling. For me, it's my wife or it's my daughter. It's my husband. It's my family. It's things that cannot be replaced. And so while I'm juggling all these balls, I have to know and keep an eye on my glass balls because those are the ones that cannot be dropped. Those are the ones that cannot be neglected. And I really challenge you guys to identify your glass balls because we're all jugglers (laughs) and you have to keep an eye on those glass balls because it's ultimately what, why are you working typically for your glass balls? You know, why are you doing these things for your glass balls? And if you're not identifying them and paying attention to them, you can easily drop one. They're irreplaceable. I love this metaphor so much because you can really feel that and you can really see, I mean, there's going to be a crash if that breaks, right? And when we're determining, you know, what it is that we are going to be focusing on and what we're going to be doing, you know, just being clear and kind of like keeping your eye on the prize of why it is that we're doing what we're doing to incorporate that in there. That's why I find it so amazing sometimes when people talk about that's kind of the difference between people who work jobs and and entrepreneurs is that sometimes we have the job mentality that can come in where it's like, well, I'll do that as soon as, right? As soon as I retire, as soon as the kids graduate, as soon as I get that promotion. Well, you have to kind of look at even as an entrepreneur, you know, you want to look at not as soon as someday as you're building your business, because you're always going to be building your business. You're always going to move forward, but you're not always going to have those times with your glass balls, with the people you love, the people that actually bring you the energy of why you were doing your business in the first place. And I think that's something, and and tell me if this is what you feel in your tribe as well, Liz, where when you're talking to people and the reason why people get into business in terms of wanting to spend more time with their, their family and their friends and the things that are really passionate about, they can sometimes feel when they're like, 
working harder and not smarter and they're doing all this the doing in the world that it can feel like, wow, the reasons why I did this, it feels like that's so far away. Like I don't get to do that. And that all comes down to how you're structuring your life and your day and what's important to you. Um, Absolutely. Continuing to have that conversation around this is, is so important. What are some of like the top things that you share with your team when they feel like, oh, it sounds so good in theory, but it can just feel so elusive because they can feel like their day gets hijacked. Yeah. So I really encourage people to pay attention to how you're spending your time because a lot of people are like, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy, but you're not being productive. Like there's a huge difference between being busy and being productive because you will fill the time with something. Right. And so it's just, it's keeping an eye on your end result. What do you want to accomplish over the next 90 days? Okay. Then again, you know, what is it this month? What is it this week? And those, the action steps that are going to get you there are the things that you get those things done and then you go have some fun and you give yourself that permission to go have lunch with your girlfriends or get up early and go have coffee. But I also, I encourage them to put in their calendar first, the things that they have to do. Doctor's appointments, maybe they have a full-time job and their entrepreneurship is on, their business is on the side. So putting in when they have to work. So identifying the time that they actually have to work their business. Because if you can, I clearly identify, I have one hour today, I have three hours tomorrow. Identifying those windows of time where you can actually be productive and filling them with things that are income producing are going to get you closer to your end result. I encourage them to pay attention to how they're spending their time. Yes. And um, when they're doing things like watching television, which that could be quality time with your spouse, but is it really, is it really, (laughs) is it really? So, because, because if it's not really, and it's just wasting time and you're not, you know, working on that relationship and spending the quality time and you're not building your business, you're being busy, you know, you're, it's a time waster. So really just identifying certain activities and where their time is going. Right. Well, you know, and I know a lot of times, you know, whether people are, you know, watching live out on the, on the podcast or they're here, you know, on Facebook live or on the replays, you know, stop for a second and let's just say this again, because this is such an important distinguishing thing because we hear so much about people being busy. In fact, I like to call it like the new addiction. It's like, oh, I'm so busy. Right. And, but what are you busy at? Like, what is it that you are doing that, you know, everyone has the same 24 hours. And it's always amazing to me, the people that accomplish so much during that time versus people who are spinning their wheels and they're not really sure of how they're spending their time. So I think it's always a good thing to have a day where you're really paying attention. And I like to even have people set alarms to be like, okay, are you still doing the thing you started out? Or did you squirrel and get off on something? Were you on Facebook for two hours? I mean, we've all had that happen where it, it, it does. But I think the important thing is the awareness around when it does happen so that you can then just reset yourself and go, okay, this is what I need to do. And to really, you know, be gentle with yourself because things do come up and happen, but to really say, okay, is this the most important thing I need to do? Set an alarm for yourself and say, you know what, if this is really going to take me 20 minutes, just do the 20 minutes, like just get it done and not have it linger and, and have that thing happen for you. So how is it that when, uh, cause you know, we also hear from people where I had this plan during my day and oh my God, my day got hijacked, right? Whether it right. was kids or, or other people or whatever those things are happening. What do you share with people around when they are saying that 
their days are getting hijacked and their time's not their own and, and some of those things that come into the conversation? Yeah. So every month when I'm, or even weekly or daily, you know, what could come up? You have to expect detours and roadblocks and expect the unexpected and be able to dance with it or adapt or take a different route. It's going to happen. So I think if proper expectations are there, they're not going to feel so, they're not going to blame it necessarily. Not, not that they're blaming it on my days been hijacked or, you know, my time's being sucked by these different things. Um, because when your expectations there, if something's going to show up, it changes the mindset on how you're like, oh man, that happened, but it's okay because I knew something was going to happen. There it is. It showed up. Okay. I knew it was going to show up. And so then it's easier to reroute yourself and redirect and redetour. So keep an eye on where you're going, you know, the short, keeping your eye on the trip, but knowing that there's a detour somewhere on this road. Right. Oh, here it is. Okay. I expected it. Now we're going to, we're going to go this way. So I definitely think it's a mindset thing. And yeah. when you know that the unexpected is going to happen, something's going to show up, you know, it's probably going to be my kids might get sick or my husband's schedule change. And I, I might have to do taxi duty and take my kids here and there and do this and do that. And if that happens, it's okay because I, I know something's going to happen. So it's, it's definitely mindset. Right. I like what you're talking about this positive expectancy, right? That, you know, things are going to come up and how you can be graceful about moving in and out of things and just, you know, looking at things where you can, you can move things into certain areas, just, okay, it might not happen at this time, but it can happen at this time. And then switching those things up and, and allowing yourself to be more fluid. So I like that of like, not just having it blow your whole day out. It's like, okay, just reset get back on track and just move forward with that. And I think there's also something, and I don't know if you do this in terms of, you know, not over scheduling, right? To actually right. allow for that to have happen. Because if you've got something every hour on the hour, I really believe that this like increases overwhelm and stress. And it's like, you know, you want to be moving forward, but you also don't want to kill yourself in the process. Absolutely. Um, how does this come up for you? I, I leave, I leave those cushions. But another thing that I've been really, really good at since I do use an actual planner, I spend a lot of time in there. It's like spending more time sharpening your ax than cutting down the tree because I spend a lot of time planning out my activities. And I was like, Oh, I did that. And I put it on my schedule. How long did that really take me? Because we can schedule something. Oh my gosh, I need at least an hour to do this. But when you actually watch the time, it's like, oh, that only took me 20 minutes. So I can say, okay, I need to do this certain activity. I can go back a couple of weeks when I had done it last. And like, okay, it really only took me 20 minutes. Right. So then I, then I, I just know that that's really something that takes 20 minutes, not really an hour. And leaving, like you said, leaving room so you're not like, bam, 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 all these things. Like I leave, yeah, just well, do you know, one thing a day. <laughs> right. You know, this is a reminder for me as well. I mean, I just constantly going back and looking at how long do things actually take, relooking. And I love you bringing that analogy about, you know, taking more time to sharpen your ax. It's like the preparing. And I think that's something that people kind of forget about, or they feel like it's not as important, the planning time. You know, it's like, oh, well, I'm not really doing that. I don't have time. I'm just going to go do it. But if you actually do have that planning, you have the awareness and you are really strategic about your day and how you're doing things. And then having that awareness, because sometimes if you're like, 
you guess the time until you actually do it. It's like, did it really take 20 minutes or did it really take you two hours? And then what needs to shift and change in that to be able to look at it? And so that's how we can continue to improve upon how we're spending our time is to get real about the time. And and what is the real time that it's taking? Because if it was two hours, were you really doing that for two hours or did you grab a phone call or you jumped on Facebook or you did something. And I was just talking to some of my girlfriends in our mastermind and she was actually doing the exercise where you can, she was telling me about app called Toggle where you can actually capture, I don't know if you heard this, where you can capture, you know, a lot of people will write down what they do, but this app actually, you know, every time you start a new activity, you would do it. And she couldn't figure out what happened with like two hours in her day. And she was like, I've been keeping track and I was writing it down. And she realized seriously, in just the time where she had, you know, went to get a drink, went to go to the bathroom to take one call. And then her mother called and she saw it. She really could swear that that only took her like a few minutes. But when she looked at the time, it's amazing. Some of the things when we're not looking at it to see how it can be a runaway train. Yeah, that happens a lot. Like, so I build and teach women to build business through social media and they fall into the scroll hole and all they're doing is scrolling through Facebook and their husband's like, what are you doing? I'm working. Honey, that is not work. You are in the scroll hole. You are in your zone. And it's a time sucker. It takes so much time away from people. You had mentioned something a moment ago before you talked about the toggle. And one thing that I do that I feel like really, really helps me. It's like, okay, I need to do this thing. It's the planning part. Like I need to do this activity. I've never done it before. I don't, you know, what all needs to happen for this end result. So I do a thing called brain dump. And I will put one activity down in the center of a blank piece of paper. This is the thing that I need to do. I'll set a timer for five minutes and I just write whatever comes to mind. Some of the stuff is so ridiculous that I'm like, why did I even write that? But I just write it because then it helps me trigger other action steps. So this could be as simple as one little thing that I need to do for the day, but then it's like, you don't forget anything. And so then you're able to pick and choose and organize and prioritize and you're able to accomplish so much in such a short amount of time. Right. Oh, this is, I mean, I am such a big fan of the brain dump. I mean, this is such an amazing tool. I use it all the time and this is not to be taken lightly. I mean, this is such an amazing centering thing because what's interesting about the brain is that the brain could be thinking of like three things a million times Or you could literally have 20 things that you think three times and it all feels like there's a lot happening. And that literally it's like your brain is like a computer with not enough RAM where it's just, you know, you feel crazy, right? But when you actually get it out of your head and put it on paper and then you just start letting all the different things and it could just, like you said, random things that could be coming up and it could be things that you could be delegating to other people. You could actually put it on your calendar and go, okay, I can then deal with that next week. It's not even important right now, or it's a project I can do on the weekend, or, oh yeah, I need to call my sister or, you know, whatever those things are. And then you can actually put it in a place. And what that does is it allows your mind to rest so that you can actually do something. So this is such a brilliant tool that you are utilizing. And I think that people don't take enough advantage of that. Uh, And I think people don't even, they don't even know about it. I think like one of my, um, mentors was feeling a little bit overwhelmed and we work together a lot. They produce my vlog. I have a vlog that comes out every Monday and he was just feeling overwhelmed and he had tons of stuff on his plate. And I was like, you've got to slow down so you can speed up, go get a blank piece of paper and just dump it. Just write it all out, set a timer for five minutes and just go to town. And like, he came back out of the conference room and he was like, that was amazing. (laughs) 
It's such a great tool. And I know that, you know, you're doing a course around this. I mean, this is so great. Yeah, I love it. I actually, I launched it in 20, at the end of 2016. And it was something that I was, I was doing live trainings and every week we were getting on Zoom calls together. And I realized it was, I, my glass balls were getting heavy. And so I needed to restructure the course. So I'm getting ready to relaunch it and have it be more evergreen content and people can do it at their own pace, at their own time. Because I was realizing also, you know, certain days or certain parts of the month, not as many people were getting on. And so I wanted something that allowed people to do the course on their terms, on their time, on their schedule. And then it freed me up to be able to keep juggling my glass balls. And it, it's almost done. And I'm, I'm really thrilled. Oh, that's brilliant. I mean, it's one of the reasons why I have my online academy, my clutter to calm, because people do have different times to have things. And I think you can have that balance between you know, having some live connection with people, but then there's certain things that, you know, people might want to do that at one in the morning or, you know, whatever yeah. they, that is that works for them. So I think that's brilliant to have that. And, and I, I love working on that concept. So I'm glad you're bringing that out into yes, the world. I'm, hey. I'm really excited for it. So Good. So I know that one of the things I look at is, you know, your environment. And I talk a lot about environment and how that's stronger than willpower, that what you have around you really does impact you. And especially as an entrepreneur, you can get focused, but then you don't realize all the things that are around you that are, are supporting you. And I think that there's different energy in like your bedroom versus your office versus like your family room. So I always like to ask my guests, what is your favorite room in your home and why? Uh, the kitchen is my favorite room. That was an easy answer for me because I feel like it's a place that we gather. It's a place that we share food and memories and laugh. And, you know, the people can sit at the table. They can sit at the island. They, it's this really pretty blue. It's, it's just, I guess I love to eat. <laughs> okay, let's, let me <laughs> let's really be real here. Let's just be real. That's where the fridge is at. <laughs> Um, and your glass so, balls. <laughs> yes, and my glass balls. And so, so much of my family, I'm very blessed that my brothers live in the same state. They hadn't always, but we were finally back together, my nephews. I am born and raised where we currently live. And so I have a lot of cousins here and family. And so it's just been really, really cool the past few years. We moved, I think about four years ago, we have a really open kitchen and so, so much of the design, but then also what happens in the kitchen. I, so that's my favorite room. <laughs> so good. Yeah. One of my friends always talks about all of life happens between the kitchen and the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, like, why do we have these other rooms? <laughs> <laughs> Where everybody gets together. So that's awesome. Well, I know Liz, that our listeners are going to want to stay in contact with you. How can they do that? Probably the easiest way is... Facebook. You can just search Liz Medley. I have a business page. It's Liz Medley. Um, you can even follow me on my personal journey. I'm, I really focus on identifying the different areas of my brand. One of them is definitely very personal. So you can follow me on my personal profile. Um, you can just hit the follow button, see first, and you can see all my shenanigans and kind of the life balance and behind the scenes. And then I have also Liz's makeup bag. I've been in the beauty industry since 2002. And so I teach a lot of tips and tricks on how to look good and feel good. And so that's pretty cool. But then my favorite is my Liz Medley and Company business page. And I teach a lot on how to work smarter and not harder. 
And it's, that's my favorite page. So I definitely am separating my brands and really focusing on a lot on that the past, I guess, six months to a year. And so you should follow me on all of those. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I do a vlog and it comes out every Monday and that's at lizmedley.tv. That'll take you to my YouTube channel. And that oh, I do a lot of different vlog series. I Sometimes I talk about sisterhood, entrepreneurship, the hustle, inspiration, but I always try to put a good message in there something to inspire you to chase after your wildest dreams, you know, be brave. You get one life. So live it big, have fun and start working smarter and not harder. So that you can reach me in any of those areas. Uh, so perfect. I am so impressed in how you've embraced your life and that you, know, you are living large and living out there and, and doing your dreams and things. And I know for our listeners, uh, I hope you've grabbed some of these amazing tips about how you can break down those big goals, how you can live your life and how that can be. And I know some of you are probably wondering, you know, what is this spa life that we're talking about? You know, how do I do that? How do you have that, that balance and that accomplishment? And that's something that uh, you can check out more of that too, going to dianehalfman.com forward slash guide and be able to read more about what are some of the things that you can do to bring that into your life. So Liz, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your joy and wisdom and life. And great to have you here. Thank you so much. Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) All right, listeners, until we connect again, live your spa life. Bye for now. Your host and Spa Life curator, Diane Halfman, wants you to know you can download her free guide to start living your spa life right now. Go to dianehalfman.com and click on the link for the nine secrets to step into your spa life. Now, live your spa life where accomplishment and harmony coexist. You know what drives me crazy? When business owners believe that just because they're not on stage speaking, they don't need stage presence. Stages come in all shapes and sizes. You're on the stage when you're in a boardroom, talking to a prospect, or introducing yourself and your company. I invite you to join me on a free educational webinar called How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking. Learn the critical ingredients to make impact and income on any type of stage. Go to speakersuccessformula.com and grab your spot now. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. This is the EWN Radio Network. <laughs>